turn that frown upside down. Or better yet, turn it into a snarling mass of teeth, snout, and jaws so you can hunt down even the prickliest of prey and defend your feast from any foe the northern woods can throw at you. Welcome to the Nature of Phenology, where we share the cycles and seasons of the outdoors. I'm your host, Hazel Stark. With the official start of spring arriving in a matter of days, it is becoming even easier to observe the signs of impending spring, no matter how much snow and ice surround you. Snowshoe hares are taking bigger risks to find mates now, inspiring the saying, mad as a March hare. Birdsong is increasing, with birds staking out breeding territories and nests. Chipmunks emerge from their underground winter homes to bask in the sun on warmer days. This is when phenology, studying the seasonal changes in the world around us, appears to be at its most frantic pace. One seasonal occurrence that you will probably not witness, but is happening nonetheless, is fishers giving birth and getting ready to mate again soon after. Fishers are large members of the weasel family, Mustelidae. These 8 to 13 pound mammals with long fluffy tails have thick fur, which is medium to dark brown in color. As solitary forest dwelling creatures that spend much of their time in trees, they are not common to see, though they are common enough in Maine that I have regularly seen their evidence. Most recently, I followed the confident bounding tracks of a fisher along a trickling brook where the tracks would occasionally disappear at the trunk of a large hemlock tree before returning to the snow-covered ground. Fisher and otter tracks can be easy to confuse, but one key difference is that otter tracks, especially on the snow, are almost always accompanied by evidence of belly sliding. The name fisher is a bit misleading. Fishers do not fish like their cousin, the mink, does. One idea about the origin of their name is that it comes from the French word for its European cousin, the polecat, which is fiché. You may also hear people calling fishers fisher cats in some regions, which is equally misleading as they are not cats, but might again have some linguistic linkages to their European brethren. Fishers are omnivores that eat anything up to the size of a porcupine, of which they are remarkable predators. Even more adept at treetop acrobatics than bumbling porcupines, fishers bully porcupines to the ends of branches until the prickly rodent falls to its death. If that approach fails, fishers will attack the soft face or belly of a porcupine to get at that meaty meal. While fishers do occasionally succumb to quill injuries, they are probably the most effective porcupine predator out there besides humans. When fishers disappeared from most of the northeastern U.S. in the late 1800s due to unregulated fur trapping, porcupine populations exploded. The subsequent damage to forests that these unnaturally large porcupine populations were causing led to some of the inspiration for reintroducing fishers in parts of their former ranges. Fisher populations have rebounded quite well across the Northeast as a result of increased hunting and trapping regulations and these reintroduction efforts. These quite ferocious forest predators are being born now as helpless kits. Their fur does not grow for three weeks, and they will not even open their eyes until May. But while mom will keep these vulnerable kits fed and protected for the next several months, she also will work to find a new mate within a week or two of giving birth. So the next time you are feeling helpless, you can remember a lesson from the fisher. 
that even animals born remarkably weak, vulnerable, and dependent on mom support turn into confident and contributing members of an ecosystem, helping to keep forests healthy. One way you can be a contributing member of this ecosystem is by sharing your phenology sayings with us. We are collecting seasonal sayings like Mad as a March Hare or April Showers Bring May Flowers to feature in future episodes. If you have a favorite phenology proverb, you can share it with us through a short survey available on our blog, which you can find by visiting archives.weru.org. Thanks for listening, and please join us next week for another dive into the nature of phonology. (laughs) ¶¶